Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Friday, February 18th, 2022. I'm Pim Fox. Coming up, our top stories include Russia's military readies nuclear exercises, mortgage rates near 4%, and an SOS for thousands of Volkswagen vehicles. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on markets. Equity futures are higher, with S&P 500 futures up a half a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures are gaining seven-tenths of a percent. And Dow futures, they're higher by four-tenths of a percent. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.96%. Oil is $90 a barrel. Bitcoin is $40,000. Gold trades at $1,892 an ounce. The dollar is unchanged versus the euro, the Japanese yen, and the British pound. At midday, the Europe stock 600 is unchanged. In Asia, stocks closed mixed. The Shanghai Composite rose seven-tenths of a percent. The Nikkei 225 dropped four-tenths of a percent. And in Hong Kong, the Hang Seng Index dropped almost 2%. Stocks making moves before the bell include shares of Deer. They're up six-tenths of a percent after the agricultural and construction equipment maker reported fiscal first quarter profit and sales that beat estimates. Shares of Shake Shack are down 12% after the restaurant chain guided for weaker-than-expected revenue this quarter. Shares of Roku are down 25% after it said supply chain disruptions continue to affect its growth and TV sales. Shares of DuPont are higher by nearly 2% after the chemicals company announced an agreement to sell a majority of its mobility and materials business for $11 billion in cash to Selenese. Coming up. DraftKings, Bluebird Bio, Dish Network, PPL, Seaboard, CRISPR Therapeutics, Vonage Holdings, Manchester United, Navios Maritime, and Safe Bulkers are all scheduled to release results. We'll also get existing home sales for January and e-commerce retail sales for the fourth quarter of 2021, along with the Conference Board's leading economic index for January. Now our top stories. The Russian military announced that President Vladimir Putin will monitor a sweeping exercise of the country's nuclear forces on Saturday. It will involve multiple practice missile launches. Concurrently, President Joe Biden warned that Russia is on the brink of invading Ukraine within several days, saying the U.S. believes the Kremlin is engaged in, quote, a false flag operation to have an excuse to go in. The president's comments yesterday came as Kiev and Moscow blamed each other for clashes in Ukraine's eastern Donbass region. Russia reiterated its threat to take, quote, measures of a military technical nature after it complained that the U.S. had twisted draft proposals that Moscow had put forward to address its concerns over European security. U.K. Prime Minister Boris Johnson said Moscow was behind shelling in Ukraine's disputed east, which led to a strike on a nursery. He described the situation as, quote, very grim. Mortgage rates in the U.S. hit their highest level in almost three years. The average rate for a 30-year fixed-rate loan was 3.92% for the week ended Thursday. That's according to Freddie Mac. That's the highest since May of 2019. Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis President James Bullard said that the Fed should raise interest rates by 100 basis points by July 1 and start balance sheet runoff in the second quarter. Cleveland Federal Reserve President Loretta Mester said she will support an increase in the Fed's benchmark short-term rate in March, as well as, quote, further increases in the coming months. 
and a mammoth cargo ship believed to be carrying thousands of vehicles, including 1,100 Porsches, was on fire and drifting off the coast of the Azores Thursday after its 22 crew members were rescued from the vessel. The Felicity Ace, a Panama flag cargo ship carrying thousands of Volkswagen Group vehicles, departed Emden, Germany on February 10th and was scheduled to arrive in Davisville, Rhode Island on Wednesday. It is unknown how much of the 650-foot cargo ship's inventory was lost in the fire. The Drive, an automotive website, reported that Volkswagen Group estimated nearly 4,000 vehicles were on board, including nearly 190 Bentley automobiles. In other news, Intel forecast a 2022 outlook above Wall Street estimates. Coca-Cola raised its dividend and said it planned to resume stock repurchases this year. Shares of cloud company Appian traded 11% higher in Thursday's aftermarket session following the release of fourth-quarter earnings that showed higher revenue for the quarter. Shares of Dropbox gained 8% after the software company reported fiscal fourth-quarter results that exceeded Wall Street analyst forecasts. The company's board also authorized a repurchase of more than $1 billion worth of its stock. Shares of lithium company Livent traded up 11% following the release of fourth-quarter fiscal results that showed that the company generated a profit. American Homes for Rent approved an 80% increase to its quarterly dividend. The company rents single-family homes. Solar developer Sunrun reported results for the fourth quarter that were below analyst expectations. Invesco says it will shut its emerging European fund, which has substantial investments in Russian companies, next month after deeming it no longer commercially viable. Three of its five biggest holdings, the oil groups Gazprom and Rosneft and the bank's Burbank, are majority owned by the Russian state. Pilgrim's Pride fell more than 8% in after-hours trading Thursday after JBS withdrew its offer to buy the remainder of the company it doesn't already own. Redfin shares plunged nearly 17% in after-hours trading after predicting losses in the first quarter of 2022 that would exceed full-year losses in 2021. Shares of Quidel jumped 5% in after-hours trading after reporting fourth-quarter 2021 results that beat on both the top and bottom lines. LPL Financial reported total net new assets of over $6 billion for January 2022, which translates into a 6% annualized growth rate. Aptar Group reported earnings and revenue that exceeded estimates. San Juan Basin Royalty Trust cut its payout 17%. Sequoia Capital plans to invest at least half a billion dollars for investments in digital assets. The firm announced that it would primarily invest in cryptocurrency tokens traded on third-party exchanges. Universal Music Group has struck a partnership with NFT platform Curio to develop non-fungible token collections for its record labels and artists. Bitcoin is now legal in Ukraine as its parliament approved in final reading a bill that caters to the president's recommendations. However, the country has not made Bitcoin legal tender. Ford's Mustang Mach-E replaced the Tesla Model 3 as Consumer Reports' top pick for an electric vehicle in 2022. Federal auto safety regulators are probing hundreds of complaints from Tesla drivers who say that they have experienced a phenomenon dubbed phantom braking. U.S. private equity firm Silver Lake will invest more than $100 million in the organization behind New Zealand's All Blacks rugby team. Silver Lake will back a new commercial entity that will contain New Zealand's rugby's revenue-generating assets. Silver Lake is also a minority investor in the group that owns Britain's Manchester United City Football Club. 
Australia's largest coal-fired power plant will close seven years earlier than planned, joining a list of plants forced offline in the country by the proliferation of cheap wind and solar energy. Sempra Energy's Southern California Gas Utility unveiled a proposal to develop what it says would be the largest green hydrogen pipeline system in the U.S., aiming to deliver renewable energy to Los Angeles and help meet the state's goal to become carbon neutral by 2045. A congressional committee has asked federal regulators to terminate the Trump Organization's lease for its signature hotel in Washington, D.C., citing possible irregularities in the company's financial reports. The request, if honored, would scupper the planned sale of the property to a Miami investment group. Germany's Allianz set aside more than $4 billion for legal expenses stemming from losses its investment funds racked up during March 2020. And Robert Lindner, who went to work every day into his 90s and helped build United Dairy Farmers into a business that combined a regional chain of convenience stores and dairy product manufacturing, died Wednesday. He was 101. The money from milk, cream, and ice cream sales became the basis for the Lindner's family's business ventures, including American Financial Group. And Paul McCartney and his wife Nancy Shevel have sold their penthouse on New York's Fifth Avenue for about $8.5 million, roughly 45% less than what they paid for it in 2015. At 7 a.m., equity futures are higher, with S&P 500 futures up a half a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures are showing a gain of seven-tenths of a percent. Dow futures, they're up four-tenths of a percent. The yield on the 10-year Treasury is 1.96%. Oil is $90 a barrel. Bitcoin trades at $40,000. Gold is $1,892 an ounce. Coming up, DraftKings, Bluebird Bio, Dish Network, PPL, Seaboard, CRISPR Therapeutics, Vonage Holdings, Manchester United, Navios Maritime, and Safe Bulkers are all scheduled to release results. We'll also get existing home sales for January and the conference board's leading economic index also for January. Thanks for listening. Have a successful day and a great weekend. U.S. markets are closed on Monday. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.